Well, welcome everyone to the peanut gallery. Hey. How's it going? I have my good friend Josh Cadet here with me. How are you today, Josh? I'm great, Trevor. How are you? Great. I am very, very good. Normally, I'm sitting behind the camera, but right now the two clowns known as Albert and Patrick are behind the camera, and we have swapped places. So mm. if you guys want to say hello. 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 Hello, everybody. Very, very good. Hello. <laughs> hello, yeah, everybody. So something that I actually found out today is that... Um, Wait, we're uh, can you get off? Again. Can you I get off your my phone? Timer. No, I did. I did start my timer. All right, sorry guys. I'm just gonna keep rolling with it. Who can cares? Can you get off your phone <laughs> during this podcast, please? I'm trying to pay attention to you. Want to hear about the shack in the water? Yes, if you could tell me. So a little bit of backstory. So in case any of you don't know, I was in Australia for three years. And um, Josh has never been to Australia in his life, and he has a better Australian accent than I do. So if you want to demo that for I just want to get a us. tattoo of a shack jaw on my kneecap. That's all I'd like, yeah. you know? I just want a shrimp on the barber. <laughs> never speak again, Albert. <laughs> Please, never speak again. Uh, no, nah, but I'm really stoked to have you on here today. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? What is your story, man? Um, have you ever read Harry Potter? I uh, haven't read Yeah, them. that's my Watch story. The mo- <laughs> that's actually, that's me. I am uh, Daniel Radcliffe. That's his name, right? Yes, yeah, Daniel that's Radcliffe. That's his name. Just kidding. Hi, I'm Josh. Uh, my, I'm 26. 26? Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, I play music and work in fast food. So, you know, the stereotypical band guy, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Still live at home with my parents in their basement. Pay for your guitar tone with flipping burgers. Yeah. yeah. I like it. It's, uh, that's me in a nutshell. No, that's cool. That's I good. Think, so you're know. you're a part of a, a little known band around here called Murav Underground. Ooh, yes, that's Murav that's the Underground. Band name. Why is it called Murav Underground? Uh, we live on Murav, yeah. uh, right beside Mr. Patrick. Mr. Patrick, another man that lives what's on Murav. <laughs> very very uh, cool. And we practice in the basement. Yes. Yeah. That's very that's very under, great. Under the ground. Under the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the name. name. The yes. Other, yeah. The other name uh, decision that we might be changing it Mooresville Drive. Morrisville Drive. Mooresville. No more. Yeah. Oh. Mooresville. Like. Okay. Mooresville Drive. One time when we were going to Godrich to record, we saw a street called Mooresville Drive, and that sounds way cooler. It does sound really cool. Yeah. But I feel like it still wouldn't be the same though. You know, Morav Underground. It's like a it's long just, name. It's not it very is. catchy. Like it's there's so. It much. is a long name. My That's girlfriend true. gets mad at me when she has to print it on shirts and stuff <laughs> because it's just such ground. such letters. Yeah, no, you're right. So, um, so how did that start? Honestly, uh, we all just kind of jammed a lot. Like, I got some musical instruments for graduating grade eight, and mm-hmm. uh, I think I got my first actual guitar when I was like seven, and just stuff like that, mm-hmm. playing and messing around on instruments, and then. As I went through high school, started taking music more seriously. My yeah. brothers kind of joined in behind me, and we just kind of played a lot. Um, there was one Christmas where my parents brought like a drum kit, gave it like got us a drum kit, and a or Santa brought us a drum kit <laughs> and, uh, and a bass and a couple of amps. Yeah. And uh, we were like, "Yo, Santa, thanks, man." <laughs> he was like, "No problem, guys. You just you know make sure you." Just, Sign something for me later. And I said, nope, no worries. What's your address? And then he gave me his postal code, which is O-H-O-H-O-H or whatever. 
you know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so, so we got some cool instruments for Christmas. We uh, did some renos in the basement to get rid of like a bar that was down there because we didn't use the bar. I didn't know there was a bar down there. Yeah, there was a big bar down there. Oh. And we had like um, uh, like a hockey, like a table hockey table, like for games and a foosball table. Hmm. And then we got rid of that stuff and put turned it into like more of a jam space area. And we started jamming, playing covers. Yeah. We wanted to play in front of people. And we knew a lot of our friends wanted to play in front of people. So we started yeah. putting on small little shows to do that. And then one time this uh, local rapper, who is now my best friend, was really mad uh, at us due to a, um issue with a lady. Okay. And, oh, uh, uh-huh. And, yep. uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that person who is rad, like honestly, me and Matt yep. are best friends now, but he yep. started chirping a little bit mm-hmm. talking about how we were just a cover band yep. and I was really grumpy cause I was working on original stuff. So I was like, you know what, man, that's mean. Uh, here's, <laughs> here's a whole album of original songs. Yep. Burn. Yeah. And then that's how we started taking it seriously because people that's were like, sweet. yo, yeah. those are actually some pretty yeah. good songs. I said, no, oh, okay, cool. And now no. me and Matt are best friends. Yeah. That's sweet. Matt is a cool dude. He's really cool. Yeah. 100%. Is that his rapper name? Uh, his rapper name is Dirty Mac. Dirty Mac. Dirty and Mac. And he lives, he lives to that. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> quite the homeless looking person. <laughs> but he, he, he owns it, man. And he's oh, good yeah. at what he does. Oh, yeah. I love it. So tell me about your first show. No. Like, no. <laughs> Was it that bad? I don't remember our first show. Like, it depends on how we do it. Like, are you talking um, high school? Yeah, I'm talking house? high school. Like, okay, yeah, uh, as a band or solo? No, just just as a band. Oh, I think the first time we actually played at the high school as more of underground, I was actually in university. Okay, and yep. I had come back to play with Joe, Jack, and Caleb, mm-hmm. and. We wanted to play three songs, but they wouldn't let us play three songs. And so we were on the bill as playing two songs. And okay. like one of them was a cover and we didn't end up playing it because they wouldn't. We were just going to we were just going to play the song, whether they let us or not. Yeah. And then it, we started playing it and they just closed the curtains and cut the sound. <laughs> and I was oh, like, come on, what what the heck? Yeah, but it was okay. I mean, yeah, we uh, at that point in time we still swapped drummers between Sean and Jack. between Sean and Jack. Yeah, and it was, I mean, it was okay. Yeah, good cool. times. That's cool. Then, I guess a follow up question, or I guess a related question, would be: What do you think? Since the time that you guys have been together, and since you guys have been playing as a band, what what's been your most memorable show? Okay, so there's a couple. One time. Uh, we got asked to play at the Richmond in London mm-hmm. um, for a friend's birthday party. And we didn't know a lot of the other musicians or a lot of the people that were there. But we went and we put a really cool set together. And at the end of the night, everyone was super stoked. They're like, the one guy was actually like, you should play more original songs. Yeah. And we were like, we only played two covers that entire <laughs> set. And they were like, oh, okay. Like that's, <laughs> so, you know, stuff like that is pretty cool. But we, Busted into a cover. I think it was Sugar We're Going Down Swinging by Fall Out Boy. Yep. And if you've ever been to the Richmond, there's like windows right behind the band and they were all opened up and it had just started to rain outside. Yeah. And people were just kind of walking on the street in the rain, like being people in London. 
15 and as soon as we started playing within like two seconds everyone rushed to the front people were running inside and yeah. we just from the that point on we had the entire place packed and it was like an actual like concert it was super that's cool. really cool people going nuts that's and dope. Then there's also being able to play Rum Runners. Like, that was super mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Because, you, I mean, you know, like, how many yep. times we went and saw bands at Rum Runners. Oh, yeah. Like, so oh, many yeah. times growing up, right? Yep. And then to be able to play in the last year and a half before shows stopped mm-hmm. being a thing, we were able to play Rum Runners three times. That was super That's rad. so cool. Especially, I don't know if you know the band Somehow Hollow. No. They were, like, an old... Um, Warp Tour band from like 2001, 2002. <laughs> and uh, I miss Warp Tour. Yeah. They, yeah. I think they released like an album or two and then they kind of dropped off. They signed to a, I think like it was like Pure Noise or something like that. But they put out an EP recorded with the same guy we recorded with. Yeah. And so we got asked to open, like the last time we played Rum Runners was with them and it was super okay. cool. Yeah. It yeah. Was that's really rad. sweet. So talking about the shutdown then, the music industry is one area that I think has probably been hit. I don't think it's a stretch to say that it's probably been hit the hardest. Yeah, like because it 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 stopped as soon as the shutdown started, like yeah. that first one, like in March of whatever twenty twenty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It stopped. Everything stopped then, and there has not been really a resurgence since. You no, know what I mean, like there hasn't. There's been no. a couple of venues that have been allowed to do some live stuff, but nothing compared to yeah what we you know what any anybody else. Yeah. Has. So well, what was what was your reaction then, kind of when that. When everything started happening and when venues started to close or what were your thoughts as a band and what was going through your head? Well, we were trying to stay super, super positive. Like we had, we were lucky because in September before everything shut down, we had recorded two songs and then the January right before we had recorded another two songs. Yeah. So we were sitting on four tunes and right like the weekend before the announcement was made in March, we had just finished filming two music videos for two of those tunes. Yeah. So we felt like we were really lucky because we had content to continue to push out. Yeah. And I had a couple ideas on how to run like a pre-order for merch to still try and generate some like uh, income. Mm -hmm. Because obviously for bands like summer is where you make money because you're doing shows and and shows and all sorts of different stuff. Yeah. So we had a couple of different, um, gigs that we book every year that were good money makers that we were hoping to have in order yep. to pay off some of the recording because that was kind of like on recording a, on is a, not cheap no <laughs> it was like on a trust i was like hey sig i don't have money to pay for this he said don't worry about it you're going to be touring all summer so you'll have money and i said okay if you trust us and yep. then we didn't have money and i was like oh that's rough yeah so now i'm in debt to a guy i don't want to be in debt to a guy no, i'm already does? in debt to the government and to <laughs> student loans like i don't need more of that so we were just positive and trying to yeah. work really hard to make sure we did stuff and we were able to work within restrictions when things were lifted up a bit to record yeah. a couple more music videos mm-hmm. and do all that and yeah we were able to do the merch pre-orders which were really cool so like we stayed positive yeah but this year has been rough <laughs> yeah no it has and especially with everything it's it seems like it's changing almost on a day by day basis and it's really really rough yeah. so what are you kind of doing to support yourself now that you're not really like it's hard. I think I didn't personally realize how much I used um, live performances as like a, a coping mechanism to like help me stay strong, like mentally. Yeah. Until probably like January ish of this year, I really realized when, you know, I had one of my three probably mental breakdowns in the last couple yeah. of months where yeah. I was like, ah, yeah, everything <laughs> sucks. <laughs> um, but you know, what was the question? 
Why did you ask me? <laughs> just how, um, like how you've been getting through this both, yeah, oh, yeah. like uh, that way as well as financially as well, because if yeah. you're in a band, like it's it's always really tight, especially in a situation like this yeah. where you so, don't know when your next show is going to come. And We were lucky enough in September to be able to do a show uh, when some of the restrictions were lifted up in London at Palisade. Yep, I remember and seeing that. It was a lot of fun. We kind of sold it out for what the capacity was yeah. allotted, and they allowed us to sell some merch, and you know the the guidelines up front were pretty good, so it was a decent like money making show. Yeah. But on top of that, it's just been uh, financially the pre orders. Like I don't know, we've been putting together cool merch, and everyone has oh, yeah. been really enjoying it. So mm-hmm. we're kind of pushing that out. We we generate a little bit more when we do like a line like. Uh, in the summer, we did a line, and then right before Christmas, we did like a whole bunch of options. Yep. Uh-huh. Right now, we're just running like a T-shirt with our release, so it's not yes. it's not as crazy, but it's still a little bit right enough yep. to kind of pad that, so that we can hopefully go forward and maybe mm-hmm. work with a cool production team to do a nice live stream mm-hmm. or something like that. But hundred percent, that's basically been what it is because yeah, we're not making no money on our music. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really right now. Hey, no. and you also um, you work at McDonald's too. Hey, you're a manager. I'm oh, not supposed to. Tell everybody that. Oh, I'm not supposed to I'm tell everybody that. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got me. That was good. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> well, that was a secret. <laughs> secret. Very secret. Now everyone's gonna rush to McDonald's. All six people that like us. <laughs> I'm not. I'm gonna be overwhelmed. No overwhelmed. Anyways, um, what's that been like? Because I know last week we we talked with uh, Helen from Johnny's, and mm-hmm. that's um, like you know they they've been in town for for ages and how does a place like that compare to to something like McDonald's you know what has that been like with the constant changes yeah. of everything it honestly seems like it never stops like i don't think we it it was rough right at the beginning because we had a lot of crew that opted to take some time off during yeah. it so then we weren't able to had our place with crew and like yeah. it was just managers working our butts off like uh-huh. with I mean for sure sales have been down but like everyone still wants coffee everyone still wants yeah. burgers because it's easy and quick right like mm-hmm. so it's just it's a lot and it, it gets very overwhelming some days it started to level out a little bit now which is nice but yeah um, like I said I don't feel like it stopped and then you know you just have you have great customers and people that are super appreciative that we're still working and still doing everything to make sure that everything's great. But then, you know, you have that one customer during the day that is just really eager to make your day terrible. Yeah. No matter what, because they're having a rough day. They want to make sure that, you know, they're having a rough day and that you also have a rough day. Yeah. And then, you know, the people that aren't following the guidelines because of their beliefs or their differences. And it's like, okay, that's great. You can, sit here until you're blue in the face and tell me what your rights are, but I'm just following the rules <laughs> for my job. Yeah, it's like, so who, who do you, who do you think I am? You think I run McDonald's? I, you know what I, I mean? Like I'm the manager and I'm supposed <laughs> yeah. to tell you to wear a mask. So just, yeah. just wear a mask. Wear and a mask. if you don't want to wear a mask, that's fine. Yeah. Just wait outside while we get your food together. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's hard to ask. You know what I mean? But then no. people, there's still the odd person here or there that yep. decide to fight you. Yeah. And that's just draining you know what I mean? Like you, the, the day can be busy and it's a work day, but when you have to deal with stuff like that, it just gets really tough. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a lot of people don't necessarily understand when it comes to like customer service or food service. It's, mm-hmm. that's where the, the hard part yeah. is. And it, you have to, cause I, I can't be mean to you. No, you can sit there and yell and swear all you want at me and no one's going to say anything. Yep. Right. But the, the second I give you any of that back, 
that's on me. Like I get in yep. trouble. I get, oh yeah, totally. I get a document or whatever. Yeah. I get HR calling me. If you ever want the phone number, it's tattooed right there. <laughs> you have a tattooed on you? Yeah. I, love I thought that. it would be funny. That is great. That is funny. Some people think it's funny. I like it. Some people don't like it. That was, it was a good but choice, I, like I think, personally. Thank Albert you. likes it too. Albert's chuckling back there. Yeah. If you want to call, yeah, there you go. If you That's have an great. issue with me, McDonald's. Oh, I would never have an issue with you ever. So. There you go. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, but yeah. I mean, it's it's work, you know? Yep. No, 100%. And I'm sure it's a lot, too, when you're working in a place like that and you're super crammed and you're around a ton of people and you have someone at home as well who's, yeah. who's vulnerable, right? Like your your mom. I don't know if you want to share yeah, anything so, on that and what that's been like. Yeah, so my mom's been living with MS for over 20 years now. Yeah. And... Uh, Honestly, living hasn't changed too much for us because we're always living to make sure that she's safe and protected and not going to be yeah. out of anything. So we're always trying to make sure, obviously taking for granted the fact that we, you know, we did go into crowds and we did do that kind of stuff, but we made yeah. sure that she was okay and all that kind of stuff. We're always worrying about her, but, um, it's definitely messed with the home dynamic of things because mm. I don't want to bring anything home. I know my brothers don't want to bring anything home. Um, and you know, my mom doesn't want us to stop working or stop doing whatever just because we're scared for her. So yeah, it's, it's a, you really got to kind of find the balance between everything. Like you got to work to survive, but you also don't want to bring anything home and yeah, cut out that ability to survive. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, it's, I don't know. It's, you just got to be cautious and aware of the situation. Everyone makes mistakes and everyone messes up here and there, but mm-hmm. Just as long as, you know, the communication lines are open, everyone's talking, everyone knows what's up. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's pretty that's good. really good. And it, yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot, especially when you're spending, because you, you live with your, your brothers as well. And, you know, so <laughs> when you're living with your brothers as well and you're in a band with them, there's, there's always lots of, there can be lots of tension in oh, situations yeah. like that, right? Lots oh, of yeah. stuff to navigate, especially when everyone is so sick of what's going on and you're, you know. It gets it, tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure it does. But I mean, all the guys are great. Your family is super great. And I'm really grateful for all the time that I've been able to to spend there since I've known you guys. Thanks, and you guys man. have always yeah. been super great. No, and that's it's what we, really we try to, that, I think that's been the toughest thing is we try to like our, the way we live uh, and the, what we've tried to create like at more Ave mm-hmm. has been 24, seven, 365, like n- seven days a week, no questions asked. If you need something, we got your back. Yeah. Like, we're there to help. We're there to talk. We're shoulder to cry on and ear, right? If you just need to get away, like whatever, like that's, that's the vibe that we put out and you know, everybody mm-hmm. love everybody. That's the house yeah. show rule kind of a thing when yep. we do like shows at our place. So not being able to kind of a hundred percent, um, like, uh, be able to do that, I guess. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm losing because, the word, but because you, you, because want you can't to... bring everyone in or you can't, the most we can do is through social media, but you can only connect. You can so only much connect so much. You can only do so like much. Text, and, right. And I think when, when you say that it's something that you're, you're going for in a, in a culture that you're trying to create, I would say a hundred percent that you've done that. I mean, every Thank time you. I've Thank gone you, in there, I felt so welcomed and so loved and you have such a diverse group of people there especially when you have like a show or something going on yeah. there are all sorts of different people that have all sorts of different beliefs that if you were to have a one-on-one conversation you'd probably disagree in a lot of different areas but there's still like there's, there's one still there's a common there. ground right there's yeah, a common exactly. ground for everyone to just love each other and mm-hmm. and share positivity and, and have a safe space to come to and that's what we want right yeah and i I don't, uh, it just sucks not being able to, to provide that physically for everyone right now. Yeah. 
we, we still try, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the inboxes are always open, a phone call, just a phone call away for anybody that, that needs it. So I still yeah. put it out there. Yeah, no, that's really cool. Yeah. And I know, uh, Patrick lives right beside you as well. And I know he's had a lot of good conversations with your dad too. And I'm sure he's seen that and I'm sure he's enjoyed hearing your band practices. I don't know. Yeah. One thing I wanted to ask you, um, I mean, being next door, I, and, and moving in, I mean, you guys were upfront right before we even bought the house about the fact mm-hmm. that we were moving in next door. We to actually the underground. made sure that every time there was a realtor in the area, we were having a practice, just which, so was, that. which was great <laughs> because it, it allowed me to purchase the house at a discount, which yeah. is good. <laughs> I want to say up front, thank you. <laughs> No problem. Um, but like being next door to you, you guys put your time in. Like yeah. you guys, you guys practice. Like before the pandemic, you guys, you guys were down there. You guys were practicing a lot. Yeah. Like it's not like you take your craft for granted and don't put the time in to improve. Yeah. Like since the time I moved in to just before pandemic, I, as a neighbor, I, I could clearly tell the difference in how well you guys could play. Thank you, man. And, and for me though, like what I think, and I think about you guys. I think about how is it, how have you been dealing with the reality that it's like this whole thing has put everything on pause and like yeah. there's, you know, you think about certain windows of opportunity that you have to like break through. Like how, how have you guys yeah, as a that, group been like, how have you been dealing with that mentally? Like, that's hard. Like you want to jump back in and like, mm-hmm. here we are. Like we yeah. were right. Like, like you guys honestly, were like right before pandemic, you guys were killing it. We had a lot of plans like for this summer specific or last summer specifically, we were planning on, um, like I had at least one weekend a month planned where we were gone from Thursday to fr- Thursday to Sunday. You know what I mean? <laughs> where we weren't going to be in the area. Oh yeah. My, my plan was to play all the cities and in, in places that we hadn't played yet and, and just get out and get into Ontario and up and 100%. down the 401, all that kind of stuff. Right. And then after that, there was a lot of talks. We have a couple buddies that their bands go through the States every year and they do a couple runs. So our plans were getting through the States. And then we had another band that we were friends with say, Hey, like, we just did a tour in Japan. It was just DIY and we just went and, and made it happen and it was super easy. So we were like, okay, we picked their brain, figured it out. My girlfriend's uncle lives and teaches there. So like we had some <laughs> kind of a, a spot. The plan yeah. was by 2021, 2022, we were going to have our J- Japan tour. Oh, booked, I had no right? idea like, that that was yeah, going to be a thing. It was like, we were just super stoked, but we didn't want to talk about it because we yeah. didn't want to like, hey, we're doing this. And then all of a sudden we didn't do it. You know what I mean? So like it was in the works, but then obviously none of that can happen now. Right. But I think to answer your question, what we've been trying to do is honestly, again, just stay positive. One of the things that we did all the time uh, before we were playing shows and all working full time and everything was we probably practiced like every night. Caleb and Sean were over at the house and we were doing practices every night, every night, every night. Mm-hmm. Things started to pick up with like our pop- popularity and the shows that we were taking. So eventually, uh, especially after Caleb left, it got to the point where we weren't practicing. We were just running our set really quick before we left for the weekend. Yeah. Right. So we, we lost that connection a little bit and we're starting to realize that now because mm-hmm. it stopped being fun to just play songs together and started just being, okay, let's run the set. Don't mess up. If you make a mistake, like I'm going to yell at you because yeah. like that's a dumb mistake. We play these songs over and over again. Right. So what we're trying to do when we're allowed and when we can do it within restrictions, obviously yep. is to just play and just get back to that point where we were having fun playing together, uh, mm-hmm. whether it was original tunes we were writing or, um, or doing cover songs because we started the process a couple months ago to try and record a full length. Yeah. But we realized very quickly into that process that we were not prepared and, um, 
we decided to kind of like, you know, the, the, the project was dropped and we decided to kind of back out yeah. too, and just kind of take our, our, our focus, our, um, efforts into just feeling that connection that we used to have again and, and, mm-hmm. and taking the time obviously that we have because we're not able to do a bunch of other stuff and focus on that. So it's been, it's been tough because we're having to almost relearn things and, and, uh, step out of our egos and stuff like that to, oh, yeah. to go back in and, and kind of start from scratch almost. But I think it's going to work out for the best because like, it's going to help new songs grow. It's going to help, um, our live connection together as a group. Totally. Um, you know what I mean? It's just going to help us do a lot of things that we couldn't have done before and yeah. be a lot tighter going forward so that hopefully when like the bubble breaks and we're able to, to jump into things like we'll be able to just blow some minds. Yeah. 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 Hopefully. And especially coming out of this, I mean, I miss going to shows so much, yeah. you know, everyone who's in the music industry, every, like even guys who are working in production day in and day out. And it's really, really stressful too, especially if you're working a festival and you have a ton of bands mm-hmm. on the bill. It's, it's crazy, crazy stressful. But I feel like even those people are like, what the heck? We want to get back at it. Well, we for sure. Keep Cause doing it's a stress again. that you want. Cause it's oh, something yeah. you love doing, right? Yeah, totally. Sure, it sucks and it's a pain in the butt, but at the end of the day, you get like that feeling of fulfillment and, yeah. and joy for how rad the festival turned out or, yeah, cool i overcame this issue Mm -hmm. or like this band was super rad so for sure i think everyone's just itching and that's going to be like the mild issue is because just because everyone's itching as soon as it's allowed it might be one of those rush back into it really quick so we have to monitor it a bit but but we'll figure it out yeah the world the world will work i mean they're what doing shows and stuff in australia and and new zealand and stuff oh yeah and i'm I'm sure in america too in some places as well but yeah australia right now they're basically back to normal at this point like stadiums are back to full capacity you don't have to wear a mask when you're in public transit like all that kind of stuff right yeah so yeah i'm hoping hope the hope is there yeah 100 percent. yeah man yeah well it's been really great having you on hey i appreciate Um, it it's been a lot of fun yeah, it has been a lot of fun. So if you haven't, check out Morav Underground, buy their new shirt. If you do you have a link for it? Like a uh, place where you can buy when, it online. So when is this when does this podcast air? This is going up on Tuesday. What's the date Tuesday? Do we know? What's the date Tuesday? That's a good question. Because our pre order might be done. Tuesday is the twenty seventh. Okay. So you have three days left to pre order our shirt. Go to Morav Underground on Facebook, because that's just where we're doing it. Check out the site or check out like the post. It's pinned to the top. If you like the shirt, send us a message. We'll hook you up with the details. Also, you have three days left to go to our site, see the voting link for the FCLMA. Oh, We've been yep. um, nominated for Punk Band of the Year for the Forest City London Music Awards, and it would be really rad to see more of Underground on like a trophy. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you want to vote for us, that'd be cool. And there's lots of other rad artists there that you can vote for. And if you don't know any of them, you get the chance to, like, look them up and experience and, and find new artists. So, yeah, you can do that, too. Awesome. And then yeah. I think we just put in our... Our nomin like our uh, our card in for this year's uh, CBC Searchlight, so I think that's coming out in May sometime. You can start voting for that too if you like. Awesome, that comes out. Well, yeah, everyone, yeah. keep an eye out for that. Uh, remember to like, comment, subscribe on our video here, and uh, yeah, thanks a yeah. lot for coming. Hey, no thanks problem. for Thank watching. You. We'll see you next time. Bye.